If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more shopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And you can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor Meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormeals.com bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right, you heard me, I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust. If we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, my babies. How's it going? My cuties. Yes. It's little, going. Little orange cuties. Yeah. Orange <laughs> glad it's summer. Yeah. Orange glad. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. It's um, a nice summer day. Yes, and luckily it's not hot as a hot as a bitch. I was gonna say giraffe pussy, but that I only use that when I say something high. is high. Yeah, as high as giraffe. Hot as pussy. the devil's toenails. So anyway, how's your weekend? That's the My weekend's been good. My okay. weekend has been pretty good. I finally saw Lion King. Mm-hmm. That movie is phenomenal. Like literally. Literally, literally, literally one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I don't know if I'm being dramatic. I don't know if it's the nostalgia. I don't know. But I don't go to the movies a lot. I'm Me not either. somebody that's like, you know. Me either. She doesn't have to, to go to movies. Um, I'll see it when I see it. However, I knew we that We still I was- haven't seen us. And that's on my TV now. Us. 
Remember? I, uh, I get get out in us. Confused. Same yeah. dynamic. Same type of movie. Um, So I Jordan feel like Peele. the last time I went to the movies may have been Black Panther. That's how frequently I go. Damn, that was like last year. Period. So, I've seen, um, the last movie i seen was Spider-Man. Okay. Which was good. So um, the movie was great. Mm-hmm. No, no, nothing bad to say about it. No when critiques you heard Beyonce, me. were you like, that's Beyonce? I think Beyonce did a great job of not oh. sounding hella like Beyonce. Like, of course, it's like Beyonce, but it wasn't like Beyonce. You know, her regular yeah. mm-hmm. accent. She did a great job. Childish Gambino, I wouldn't have known that was him. Oh, really? He really know, knows how to but turn it But you know, he, he's an act, actor. Yeah, actor. He's, he's an, an actor. actor, so that's really his thing. He embodies the roles. We've seen him. We've seen him. Yeah. Um, We've seen him live, too. And even on stage, the stage presence he turned into to ex- an actor. The way he was moving his body on This Is America. Girl, I was tripping. I Remember, remember I he was thought, doing all like I thought he was a the gorilla. contortion? <laughs> remember like, I thought he America. was a gorilla? What? I'm picture, like, am I tripping or am I high? Or? I, I'm like, high. That high. Whatever the case, he did amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie was great. The singing, the singing, bitch. I was singing along with it. Of course you were. But great movie. Oh, I, I recommend. Can't wait. I recommend everyone goes and sees it. Wait, I question. will be going and seeing it again. Childish Gambino didn't sing. I just can't wait to be king. The little kid who was doing Simba's voice did. I just can't wait to be king. Right? It wasn't childish. I don't think it was childish okay. Gambino. Just making sure. Yeah, there were Beyonce wasn't singing all of the songs either. You know, like they had other people singing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But they and were for the singing, younger roles. They, they probably singing. had some young types. Yeah, they singing. had other people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So it was a great movie. Good. I have to so still see it. That part of my that that's kicked the weekend off, mm-hmm. and then um. Saturday was business. I'm getting tired of this. What? Business as usual. You know, I was thinking to myself, I need to really figure out some shit to do. Even th- it doesn't have to be necessarily something grand, but something that's not like, oh, I worked. Also, I've been feeling like some some experiences, maybe the expectation when I'm taking this somewhere else. No, 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 no. I'm here. The I'm, expectation I'm here. that I've had it. for certain experiences hasn't been met example i don't want to give you an example i don't want to give an example on here okay sorry yeah i took it too far um you did but <laughs> um, after yeah okay okay you maybe know, you're just not feeling like it's summer i don't even it feels like maybe i don't summer. know but i need to i'm like you know what okay so i think next saturday this saturday coming up i'm gonna wake up go on a hike um you know like go get a Acai bowl or juice. Yeah, something that makes you feel Um, alive. Go out, look for some little looks or something. Something, something. I know that's not necessarily an activity or like, oh, I went out and I did this. No, I think that's good. But it's not just working or Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't really do anything, so. Okay. And then Saturday night, we went to the convo party. We did go to the convo party. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. My Saturday was almost identical. Actually, it was identical, minus Lion King. I didn't see Lion King on Friday. The fuck did I do? Wow. Now I need to be doing some more shit because I don't know what I did. I just went to work. That's it. And my girls who on the Patreon. I'm gonna go on an. I've been saving little thing, little places that I'm gonna go and explore. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um. So new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with. We what's up? Okay, what's up, so, Dominique? Dead. You know, yeah, Pete Pablo, <laughs> the freak a leak. Did he say Britney? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I don't know. 
anyway right um so this segment of the show is where we dish tea about pop culture things mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. hot topics and things of that nature so one of the hot topics of this week is meek mill okay. he has joined forces with hove jay-z yeah. rock Nation. they have a joint venture going on where so dream chasers mm-hmm. is going to be meek mills um what is it called record label, label. yeah he's going to hire a staff he's going to is he going to be the president what is he going to be i, have I don't no, know exactly no idea. what You're he's going to do me. but <laughs> i think that's phenomenal that he's able to that jay-z jay-z is jay-z is the goat yes He's the goat. He's has yes. his little pause and everything. I saved it. Let's pause. see what it says. It okay. says that because sometimes I don't remember all the details, but and that's understandable. So the new label marks a turning point in Meek Mill's career <laughs> as he will now have experience on the business side of the music industry, which we all were been talking about ownership business, not just being an artist, but owning and making moves and really building this wealth and legacy. Yeah. So this is definitely how a way that you can do that. Nipsey would Instead be proud. Instead of just performing. Yeah. Nipsey would be proud. He would be. He's smiling down from heaven. Nipsey walks so we could run. Or is it Fly. Fly. I mean, run, walk, fly, ran, it's all the same. Nipsey ran so we could fly. Whatever, Nipsey. Nipsey ran so we could fly. Sacrifice. Nipsey, Nipsey paid, paid the, the price. price. Period. Nipsey Period. paid the price. Um, That's good. I'm excited for him. Also heard that Meek Mill is no longer on probation and he will be getting a new judge um, yes. for his case. Mm-hmm, so we'll mm-hmm. see how that pans out. Hopefully th- look, things are looking on the up and up for him ever since he got out. Up and up. Yeah. Um, but the thing that has not been on the up and up, and I really had to save this to read because I'm like, you know what? I'm tired. What are we doing? Little Duval made a statement, a tweet. Uh-huh. He said, I hate the big, curly, bushy hair look. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> My hair is curly, currently curly and bushy. I'm not saying stop wearing it, ladies. I personally just don't like it. I like every other style, though, especially the straight hair look. Who gives but a fuck? But that big Afro lion shit, no can do. And then he says, and it seems like women love that shit the most. I think they like it because they think it's a distraction from imperfections or some shit. And to all black women, I'm speaking on everybody. I hate seeing, I hate seeing a bushy-headed white woman, too. Had to say that because I know how y'all get, even though y'all still going to be mad. <laughs> The the sick part is no one asked for your opinion on the book Big Bushy Hair. Like if that's your preference, then just don't talk to motherfuckers with big bushy hair. But why to come he had on to, here, why he had to tweet it, then screenshot the tweet, and then put a caption shit of, on it with the uh, with extra. the extras. Like dang, why we on both platforms talking shit? I don't get it. And when I'm ready to see some brothers, up, I'm ready to see some brothers uplift us. Let's talk about what we do like with the black woman. Well, Can we do that? It. He said he liked the straight look. Not sandwiched in between <laughs> negativity. Yeah. You know, it's sickening. It was unnecessary. I don't care what you like. People swear that their opinion matters. Nigga, I wear my hair the way I am not my hair. I am not annoying. That was annoying. I, the thing is, no one really cares or is checking for Little Duval or about his preference. But to come on the platform saying it is unnecessary and disrespectful. Disrespect. It's, he needs to keep respect. At, at the, the forefront, forefront. <laughs> respect little duval can suck a sick dick period and choke on it and we're done that's that on that that's that on that i said what i said period mm-hmm. did you see um the the 98 dollar bonnet oh you were mentioning it to me so i need a new bonnet 
I do too. I too need a new bonnet. But mm-hmm. when you get a bonnet, where do you usually go? Like what's Beauty supply. Go- okay. And how much do you spend? No more than like four or five dollars, if that. Period. So um, there's a company called Nightcap created by a Caucasian woman. Cute name. I agree. I wish, I agree. A, I wish a black girl would have came agree. up with the Nightcap. Name, the name. Cute as she did with the name. That. that. <laughs> she yeah. did that with the name. So it's basically like a little bonnet, like a silk bonnet, kind of like a tighter one with a little bow. She so, took a white approach, a white She, she was like, you know, make sure you don't put it on your forehead to prevent lines. Something, you know, that's just a part of the culture. I wear mine back with my scarf. I have my scarf on and the bonnet is for the, the loose part at the bottom. Um, She says that, you know, um, it's great for the baby hairs to protect the baby hairs. It can be worn to the gym. What? For runs to the store. Um, it helps your hair grow. She recognized that there was a need for this. So that's what drove her to create the bonnet. Now, White you know people don't the, even wrap their hair up. They don't. And there is there even really a need to? No, there's no need. We do it to preserve our hair because our shit and will even literally with be the fucked shit from on the it, back. Front I, the I'm back. still sleeping on a prayer. I'll have on a scarf, a bonnet, the and then silk a, pillow, silk pillow, the okay, silk pillow. and then I'm praying. Yeah. With the fan, ceiling fan on because the way my uh, head sweats. Period. Okay. My shit be. Yeah, I told you I treat this hair like a fresh press. She so really she does. has her scarf, she has her bonnet, she too has the fan on. She doesn't have the silk pillow, but everything goes into maintaining. They don't need that. That's that's sick. And she's sick. Where is she at? She was like, it's made from organic silk. Uh, it's made from organic silk. We don't need that to be organic silk. A non-organic silk <laughs> is like, is it silk? It's not my bonnet is that. What is it? Polyester? Polyester. Okay, anyway, blend, so she was like, it's made from organic silk. So of course, once the black once this hit the black the black yeah, hit, what the are ears we doing? and eyes of black people, uproar was caused. Like she better be taking that shit down. Well, she's sitting on the statement saying that um There's a need. She didn't mean to she didn't mean to offend anyone and Is she like she, a Becky? She's a Becky, yes. Ugh. She um she wasn't aware of the cultural where, okay, where she wasn't she aware of the cultural up? history associated with the bonnet and black people. And so she just came up with bonnet outside of nowhere. She just pulled it out cap. of the sky and was like, it's going to be a yeah, night Yeah, she cap. saw a need for it. She saw a need for it and a space for it to be filled, a space to be filled. And she created this nightcap. I'm like, no, you didn't see it. You didn't see it in your, for your, your people. Tribu- yeah, yeah, we've had it. There's no way that you we've saw been a need. Had, we've, been, we've been wearing bonnets and scarves since when? Ever. Since I've Manny. seen them put on little two-year-olds. Like, come on. I don't been know. I can't recall when one first hit my head, but we I've seen them. It. Let me tell you when the bonnet first came. A scarf. And Jemima has on a scarf. You know, we used to do the bandana. The bandana. Flip that around. Wrap around it around. T- no, oh. not around neck. Now, you done made it a fashion statement. No, not around you know neck. Saying? You know how it you know, from we- your head around to your neck? <laughs> It was protected. Okay, we did that way. We did the I over. I think that was the original. We, <laughs> the over under. We did over the head and, I have, and tie let underneath. Let me tell you something. And then day, we also did off from the bottom, from the bottom, the and tie pop, on the top. The two pot. We done did it all. The we two done, pot. And then someone seen a need for the bonnet. This bitch. To protect the whole. We needed to encompass. That's what we needed to enclose. Because, you know, when you do that little, something's always left when you're using a bandana or something. Oh, something yeah. To, that, and that will dry your hair out. Your hair be so dry the next day. That's the worst. When I have to sleep over at a nigga house and all he got is that. How about I have the braided bo- the braid bonnet and I oh. usually get the waist lift. Every braid. 
every braid is underneath that uh, bra- that extra long bonnet with the tail. Yeah, I need that. That's what you need. I, I just wear the regular bonnet, but now it's so stretched out, my hair be coming out of and the And that's bag. why you need to get the extended one. This, because the extendo. You can, yeah, the you extendo can slap clip. those locks into that little um, The extendo canal. clip. Yeah, I need and that. And they're protected. Um, I'm I mean, my, uh, my eyes are watering. Yeah, so... We are. We already know where the who the originators of the bonnet was. Period. Where it came from. Here they are. If people want to pay ninety eight dollars for this thing, let them. Have white people been under her page? Like, oh my god! Like, where's the page? Like, it's, I love it's it. Nightcap. Nightcap. Hey, go nightcap. You want to see the testimonies? Yes, I want to see if somebody's like, oh my god, Sue, thank you so much for creating this. I wear this to the gym. They wouldn't even wear. It. You know, we. It's already a sacrifice when you got to wear your scarf to the gym. That's a sacrifice, of, like, aesthetically. A sacrifice I often don't take. Oh, I have to. I ride. You know I don't leave that scarf. That scarf is on from the minute I wake up. I'm. It's only off my head for the eight hours I got to go to work. And then it's back on. Nightcap Co. is the Instagram. Nightcap Co., you little bitch. It looks like she might. Oh, here it is. I thought she I deleted it. I hope she deletes it. it. How many followers she has? She, has, she only has 1,000 followers. Good. Bye-bye, bitch. Now. Um... It looks like she turned the comments off. Yeah, she had to. So we can't see. And this is her ass. Well, there's one of them with some one of the Beckys with one on. She is sick. Like, girl, what? And why does it have to be ninety eight dollars though? And here's the picture of them in the. Yeah, she has the. uh, She has the comments off, but she hasn't posted anything since July fifteenth. Really, I begin. I believe that's when the drag began. Oh, good. July fifteenth. Because that's how we do it. On July fifteenth, we begin to drag. Yeah. An organizational meeting was held. Goals, Goals were, discussed, were discussed, and, and the, the drag decision to, make, <laughs> to drag was decided. And then she's trying to flip it like this is how she came up and with. And that's the, how we used to wear it. This is over. The, this is how, and this is how they used to wear it. Yes, like that. But take the Becky out and put the put the sister in. She knows she's foul. And then why does she have Queen B on her page? She's trying to get coins from everywhere, but I know our sisters are not going to pay $98. I would hesitate I could have totally to spend, have made, seen I her I would doing, hesitate to spend $9.80 on a bond. I could see her doing a terry cloth, some type of towel. Where that they already put exists. They, find a need. That already exists. I don't, I don't, I want her out of my community. Um, Get out of our black community. Period. Speaking of community. What's up? Um. What's up? What's up? Layla Rashawn. Hey now. Layla Rashawn's husband, Anthony Fuqua, was yours. Was Fuqua was captured kissing someone in their community who considers herself to be a family friend, Mm. Nicole Murphy. So they were captured kissing over somewhere. Um, I think they were in Paris, somewhere overseas. Betty Fuqua and Betty. Um, and so those pictures leaked. Layla deleted her Instagram and Twitter. What's that? I got to come up off my whole and Instagram. Then, yeah, because. Probably because of the embarrassment. Yeah. And, you know, we will go to pages and get to commenting and all that. Like, so. Layla, girl, you ain't going to check this bitch. Right. So, and, and so Nicole feels, Nicole mm-hmm. um, came out and said that her she's just a friend of the family. I've seen those photos. It was a friendly. It was too friendly. It was a friendly exchange. I'm like, nothing about that looked friendly. First off. Nothing about that looked like family. How about that? Maybe friendly, but not family friendly. It didn't even look friendly. Friends with benefits. That's what I'm saying. Friendly with benefits. Friend with benefits. Because it didn't look Because you friendly. know we love to call our, our partner our friend. So mm-hmm. if we're talking like that, 
you're my best friend. Yeah, yeah, we love friend. it. We love to throw our best friend. I married my best friend. Married my best now, friend. Now, if we're talking friends like that, yeah, y'all real good friends. But if we're talking family, there was multiple instances where they were. They, there were multiple kiss. photos, right? It wasn't kiss. one photo. It wasn't like a hug, and it could be misconstrued as no. a kiss. No mother, nah. They were real. at that point. I would have been boxing with her. I would have been like, "Come over here and catch these hands." Boxing now, with my things. friend. This isn't her first time messing with someone's husband. She was also reported. Lisa Ray confirmed this. Yeah, she messed with Lisa Ray's husband mm -hmm. when they were married. Ex-husband when they were married, and Anthony Fuqua has two children outside of their marriage. They've okay. been married for twenty years. He has two children. So then, my question is: Leela, pick up your shit and roll. When do we stop giving these men chances? At what point do we be like, you know what? And this is a character flaw and I'm done. It's not a one off occasion. I hope she sees it now. We going to make sure she see it. Yeah. Hey, if she don't see it, we going to be like, you know, he Layla pictures. Yeah. Cause the, man, the, the break baby. I, I didn't hear about that. They, it wasn't a break baby. They weren't I mean, on a break. They the, were married. The, 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 um, the illegitimate the, children. Period. The two of them. Kids. Two. Dose. By two different people. Yes. Sicko. Sicko mode. Character. Young flame. He is sicko mode. Character flaw. Yeah. Fuck him. And she needs to wake up. Wake up and smell the now, roses. Now, speaking of sicko mode, what are your thoughts on this? Mm. Another another spotting. Lori Harvey, who's been on a couple couple of wish lists, was spotted with Diddy um, at the Revolt conference. I seen that photo. The way he was looking at her was like an old nigga looking at a young Tinder thing. He's 39. She's 22. He is not 39. I mean, 49. I'm like, back Sorry. it up and dump it. He's 49. She's 22. In addition to that, she was messing with his son. That's what makes it sick. I wouldn't care about the age difference. if It's sick. But if there was no connection, no tie, I wouldn't care. But Diddy is dead ass wrong. Lori Harvey is dead ass wrong. That is sick. And where is Steve in all the, in the midst Probably of this? Probably eating his words. Telling motherfuckers how to how think like a man, man. and act like a, <laughs> a woman. woman. You need to be telling Lori that. Well, uh, Lori's been getting um, applaud. Hot girl summer hot girl. has po point hot girls up by twenty thousand points because she's been spotted with Diddy. Um, I don't know how she's up by points because we all know how Diddy gets down. We were how are we congratulating Lori giving the hot girls twenty thousand points when but we, we was just Cassie, Cassie we were escaped. Cassie did the escape. And we were giving her her kudos. So can we make it make sense? Because are we giving the hot girls 20,000 points? Or is it an L, a subtraction of deduction of points? It needs to be a deduction. I agree. Lori is I'm beautiful. And I think that's what people are she's thinking. She's beautiful. Like, she's young. She's, um, she's tender. Uh, she's, she's sweet. sweet. She, she has honestly, beautiful. She's beautiful. She's mingling with men of a certain caliber. And we get that. And we understand. And I'm here for it, sis. However, certain men, regardless of caliber, have to be off limits. Diddy and wouldn't even be off more limits. so because you done mess with his the son. son. That's the that's the root. The root word here is son. 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 If it wasn't his son, I would be like, okay, well, she about to finesse. And it is what it is, and I'm I so mean, tired. I mean, I wouldn't even say she about to finesse. I mean, people she can change. Be, people, Diddy could change. Diddy, but the whole thing is that we don't know what Lori's objective is with Diddy. So maybe he don't need to change because maybe she's not looking for what Cassie. We're not saying she's going to stay around for 10 years like Cassie did. Right. She could be about to run up a check, even though she don't even need that. Her daddy is Steve fucking Harvey. Maybe it's just status. Connection. Wow, I don't know what it is. We would have to speak with Lori. We gotta see if Lori's broken <laughs> on the inside. Like, what's well, going on? Well, you know, on? Lori. Um, 
She was Steve engaged. is not her real dad. Yeah, and there, there's tea behind that, scandal behind that. Yeah, her and her mama are apples of the same tree, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. Birds of a, a feather. feather. And her, she's just The apple don't the, fall it, too far. Period. But um, It didn't fall. At one point, Lori was in, engaged to a fine-ass young oh, soccer yeah. player. And she had a rock. Now, Ring I don't know what, what happened, but ever since that breakup, this is when we've gotten this new Lori. Wait, Lori's 22? Yeah. That engagement was, was like young. two years. Yeah. I remember he was a little sexy little baby. A thing. A little sexy daddy. A tender. Yas. Yes. Yas, baby. Yeah. So, um. Wow. We got to, we got to, we got to get her together. Something's going on. I wonder what old Steve is thinking. He with probably, his big ass teeth. Ain't no telling. Steve has probably gracefully bowed out like, you know what? She's going to do what she wants. She's grown. I've given her the tools. Tools. Quote unquote. I don't know. We got to get Lori because her she better not pop that pussy for Diddy. That is just gone too far. I wouldn't be surprised if pussy was popped. God, I hope it hasn't been. What if it is though? What? what, what I just don't want. It's like, dang, you just you pop that pussy for his dad. I mean, for the daddy and the brother. Same D. <laughs> the generational I, I, D. I, <laughs> I could not. I could not. The generational. The generational D. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. I that's couldn't. interesting. Like, how do they even Kiki in the home? Well, that, that's why maybe, it wasn't in the maybe home. Maybe Diddy had a maybe Diddy had a conversation with Justin. Like, hey, son, bro. No, you know she ain't yours for nobody. You know how she ain't yours maybe, no they, more. They for everybody. She for everybody. You know <gasps> how it go. Yuck. You know, because sometimes men have that exchange. They and do, it's okay. and it's not as emotional. But right. But Lori, my sister, if I just you're feel listening. like with the father son, that's too much. Where do we draw the line? Yeah, where do we? So yeah, that that's what's been going on in the streets. In the streets. Yeah, that's what's been going on. Well, thanks for the update. You're welcome. You're the best. <laughs> so, so anyway, what's um, up? What's been going on over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got to get to this. We have to get over. We have to get to what's been going on over here. So mm -hmm. over here, um, we have a little system where let them know about it. Where we do ratings and reviews. Well, where where you all do ratings and reviews. Yeah, we can't do it. We can't we rate can't and review our it. own podcast. So mm -mm. because we can't, because we'll sit up, I'll write a review and a rating every day if I could. But since I can't. Five can, star chicks. Since I can, and we will look pretty fraud. Imagine. We are um, looking at you all to, to I do this. Turn to if you, you love the podcast, if you enjoy the, the content, if it helps you, if it motivates you, if it inspires you. Then we hope that you would take the time to leave a rating and review because that really helps the podcast grow. It helps with visibility. Yeah. It helps other people um, tap in. Mm -hmm. They're able to find the podcast. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You so guys have been showing up. Do your part. You guys have been showing up. We ask that you continue to show up. If you're new here and you enjoy this episode, just pause it. Pause it right now. Write a review. If you've been here. If you've if been, you've been here, here, then here, then now we got to treat you like a black mama. Get your ass on over there. If you've been here and you have yet to leave your rating and review. Or review. Yeah. For sure, do the rating. The review is optional, but we do prefer it. And it doesn't have to be long. Required, but not mandatory, as yeah. they would say at my job. It's required that you go, but it's not mandatory. But we, we hope you but do. But make it mandatory. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes we brush off requirements mm. that are mandatory. Mm -hmm, We're mm -hmm. saying that this is a... We we want you to support us. So help us help you. Period. Mm -hmm. So what's so, up? 
Our review of the week comes from a baby girl by the name of Hun Sun Bun. Hun Sun Bun. Hun Sun Bun. She says, Hidden Gem. I found this podcast while searching for another. I didn't know what to expect, but after looking at a few of the show titles, I figured I would give it a try. I started listening to the first episode at 9 a.m. and I am still listening almost 12 hours later. I appreciate the honesty, the positivity, the different subject matters, and the black women empowerment. Thank you for this podcast, ladies. You Thank welcome. you. 12 hours later. Woo. Hey, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much for this review. Yeah. Again, we love you all for taking the time out to leave these ratings and reviews. Mm -hmm. Another thing that we love um, is our Patreon supporters. Yes. So in addition to leaving ratings and reviews, you can also support us in a monetary way, in a different way. It's just different, honey, by subscribing or not subscribing, by signing up to be a patron on Patreon. Mm -hmm. So basically, Patreon is a platform where you can help support the creatives that you love you're basically affirming the work that we do here we have a lot of plans goals visions that we have for this show um and we just are thankful when you come over and subscribe we get a lot of bonus content yes video content. we're recording the video right now right now yeah for the patreon girls yes okay and we're looking pretty fucking hot might i add yes <laughs> as so, she pounds um, and taps on her teeth yeah yeah as i as i squeeze my little tits so it's some good shit going on over there. And we want to shout out our patrons because without on. you, there would be no us. We really these it's been gang gang. Last week we told a lot of our business. Oh yeah, we did. On the bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Um the mid month check in. And we continue. I mean, we plan to continue. Yes. To do that. So, so. what's up? What's tea? So our patrons that we want to shout out are Alicia. Hey Alicia. Brianna. Hey Brianna. Caitlin. Welcome, Caitlin. Sherelle. Hey Sherelle. Danielle. Danielle in the house. Folo Sade. Fola Sode. Fola. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. No, that's cute. We're gonna call you Sade. Sade. Kayla. Hey Kayla. Kay. Hey Kay. Kiana. Kiana. Nico. Nico. Reggie. Reggie. And Taylor. Taylor. Welcome to the party. Thank you all. I'm She's about to it warms cry. My, it warms my heart. <laughs> yes. Every time we get a patron. So thank you all so much. Mm -hmm. So, 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 so much. Yeah, we know it's uh, it's difficult investing monetarily in anything, right? Because when I go to Target and I'm ready to buy something extra, I'll be like, do I really need? Yeah. Mm. Okay, so we know it's difficult, but we appreciate it. We, uh, yeah, we're just grateful that you are affirming the work that we're doing here. Because mm -hmm. it's not easy, but it's always worth it. Right. So, so thanks so much. Yes. Um, so last week, last week. Yeah. Give me that. Last week's episode was pretty quick. Oh yeah. I forgot last week. We just came in to let y'all know that we had shit cracking off on Patreon. Mm -hmm. That was what last week's was. It was to let you know, we had a mid month check-in. We dished a lot of personal tea. Like Brittany said, mm -hmm. we talked about relationships where we are in our relationships, our personal romantic relationships. Yeah. Um, Brittany shared where she is when in her relationship with her father, father my biological father. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is exciting and enlightening. And um, yeah, just how we were navigating the month of July. That's basically almost over now. So if you haven't already, there's still time. You can go become a patron. This ties in Patreon. Yeah. You can still go listen. You can just subscribe. Watch the video if you're into video content or listen to the episode if you just want to continue with the audio content. Um, but yeah, head on over to Patreon so you can hear last week's episode. August affirmations are dropping this week too. August affirmations. The audio affirmations and visual audio. Visual affirmation. Yes. And dropping then, this week. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get the video on podcast Patreon. on yep. Patreon. So it's, gonna, it's burning up. 
My heart is like burning up. Okay, so this oh, week. Oh, you did a little extra <laughs> run there, baby. So this week, um, what, what are we talking about this week? So this week we decided to talk about a topic that is familiar to all of us. Mm-hmm. Rejection. We've all experienced rejection. <laughs> Hand on heart. <laughs> right, the rip out. We've all experienced <sighs> rejection um, to some capacity in mm-hmm. our lives. It's yeah. a part of life. Yeah. It's something that we fear the most, mm-hmm. but it's crazy because we're going to be, we're going to get rejected a lot. Wow. Even when you say our that- biggest fear is something that happens the most frequently. Yeah. One of our biggest fears. Yeah. Because we hear no more than we hear. Yes. That's common. We sure the hell do. Yeah. We've heard no in relation to this pot. Actually we won't be hearing. No, we just don't be hearing nothing. Yeah, sometimes we, have, we just hear nothing. Sometimes we hear nothing, which is no response is a response, and the response is no. No, the I res- guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. No response is a response. So mm-hmm. if you ain't getting a response, you've been rejected. <laughs> and it's okay. We've all dealt with rejection, right? Hell yeah. It's common. It's yeah. common. So why does rejection hurt? Because there has to be some shit tied to all of this. It hurts for a lot of reasons. It's because with humans, we our deepest need is to be accepted yeah we want to belong mm-hmm. and so rejection is the opposite of that mm. you don't feel accepted yeah you don't feel like you're needed uh-huh. you feel like okay why am what i the being- fuck going on right it's also kind of tied to our self-worth yeah you know sometimes when we get rejected you feel like being accepted would say hey i'm valuable Mm-hmm. Somebody values me. Yeah. Right. It would it would increase our confidence the way you feel about yourself. So when you're not accepted and you're pushed away or shunned, then you feel like, yeah, a bitch don't feel good. Takes our it's our indicator of our self worth. Makes us feel badly. It makes you feel bad about yourself mm-hmm. because you put so much into whatever it is you're expecting to get a yes from or receive. Yeah. yeah the expectations. And so when you don't get that. You feel the opposite of how you would have felt if you would have got it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if I would have got the job, I would have felt great. That yeah. would have boosted my self-confidence. Promotion. Yeah, so it ultimately negatively impacts your confidence. Yeah. Say you shoot your shot. Oh, Lord. You decide to slide in a man's DMs. You know, that's hard. The romantic rejection. It's hard because of the fear of rejection. <laughs> the vulnerability. The, rom- the romantic rejection hits harder, I feel like. It is different because you've been vulnerable with, the, with somebody. It's like, see me. See that I'm interested. And then... See- them being interested would af- affirm you in a sense. Yeah. It's like, it would be like, you're attracted to a bitch. Yes. She's okay. bad. She's a bad He's bitch. Attracted, yes. Add out. But, it the, out. but if they don't give you the response that you desire, then it's like, okay, am I not attractive? Ooh. They're not attractive. Am I not attractive? Am I is not a contender? Yeah, is there something wrong with me? Because he he's not, he doesn't want me or she doesn't want me. So there has to be something wrong with me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But you know so what? your confidence, like, say you keep getting rejected. Oh Lord, your confidence, your confidence is going to be on the floor. Yeah, it is. But you know what? How it really, it really hits, it hits us hard because like rejection is like fifty percent of the damage. The other fifty percent is usually like our negative self talk, the yeah. way we criticize ourselves, and then that shit just takes the shit to a new level. For real, I'm on a new level. Rejection on a new level. <laughs> because Yeah, for real. Because it could be, it, the reason why we got rejected could possibly not, not be as deep as we've made it out to be. Yeah. It, it, could, could, it could be for be a so lot simple. of different reasons. But then once we get to it, once we get to once unpacking it. Once we put our it, paws on it. 
Once yeah, we get yeah. to tearing it apart, it's like, and this is why. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's because no one's ever liked me. Mm. I need to do this. I need to do that. Yeah, then you start tearing your own damn self down. Yeah. I've and that's that. worse. Like, maybe he, ooh, you know, it's nothing worse than going and looking on the nigga page or seeing what type of shit he be commenting on. Then it's like, okay, he like bitches with a fatter booty. Yeah. He like the big tickle, the he tickle like the bitties. bitches that don't have the bushy hair. Right. He like tickle bitties. It'll be a whole thing. So, you know. We got to we got to tap but out. The reason why um we feel this way is because rejection is a part of our roots. Yeah. This ain't nothing new. This is something that has been instilled in us. Mhm. So when we were hunters and we were living in tribes, right? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the day. Yeah, same tribe, same vibe, same vibe, yeah. same tribe. If you were ostracized from the group, mm-hmm. your chance of survival was slim. Yeah. You could have died. Mm-hmm. You probably would have died. Because mm-hmm. you can't survive without your tribe. Period. You, we're, we're working as a tribe system. Culture system. We're not doing the solo solitude. Every yeah, man for the solo dolo. We need the to no be new in a, friends. <laughs> we need to is. be in a tribe. So mm-hmm. if you were ostracized and kicked out of the tribe, mm-hmm. then chances are you weren't going to make it. Yeah. Can't pass that was on just, your genes. That was just going to be it. So, yeah. so a lot of times first, we condition ourselves to avoid being ostracized or which brings in the fear, right? We don't do things. We change our behavior. We modify our experiences because we're scared that, oh, somebody might reject me. I need to stay close to the tribe. I need to stay close to my comfort system. I need to stay close to like what feels normal and right to me. So in efforts to try to avoid those feelings, we let the fear condition us. You should change your behavior so mm-hmm. that. And but then the people who weren't subjected to being ostracized or kicked out of the tribe, they they usually didn't modify their behavior. No. So it kind of hurt them. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, it's like, well, I guess it didn't hurt them because they got to stay in the Period. tribe and didn't you got face to death. live longer. But I'm thinking like with the 29th, with the present conscious mm-hmm. mindset, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it did kind of hinder them because. <laughs> So the idea is really the people who who didn't let me back it up and dump it. The people who were part of the tribe, who didn't stray away, who didn't do anything to be rejected, those people were got a chance to stay in the tribe. Tribe, the yeah. people, the yeah. people who were doing whatever the fuck they want. Those people experienced it. Experienced the negative impact because they didn't survive. They didn't get a chance to pass on their genes. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are some ways that you felt rejected? <sighs> some ways I felt rejected. <laughs> you know what? I ain't going to go there with it. I ain't going to take it there. Well, What's you some was going to take it deep? Take it there. No, you take it there. No, I've asked you first. What are some ways you felt rejected? Tell me, tell, tell <laughs> me ways. <laughs> What is what are some ways that you can I mean you don't have to tell every way but like what is something where you're like damn You know I remember the um well first off I was afraid of rejection mm-hmm. when ooh never mind I can't say that I almost said that If you listened to Patreon last week then you already know the vibes Okay I was going to say something you know when I did the slide in Okay I'm about to slide in um Okay, so a, a way that I felt rejection or I was a little fearful, I remember when I first got to college, and this is when I first wanted to be a soror, right? Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's always tied to some shit. Yeah. Uh, when I first wanted to be a soror, 
I didn't really read through all the criteria, all the everything you needed to like you read through it, but you know, sometimes you be missing some shit. So the oh first time God. I submitted my paperwork, it did the bounce back. You had I, some missing got missing, the votes, didn't get in pieces. nationally, you know. So I felt rejected. I was like, ooh, she feels badly. Like I didn't feel good. And it almost made me not want to like submit my paperwork again to because be you were like i might get rejected I yeah i was just something. like this ain't for me this is, these bitches ain't for me well thankfully you you faced the fear because thankfully. we wouldn't have met yeah we wouldn't have that yeah that's a valid rejection period There's i mean especially a social group a social setting right and someplace where you feel I like feel i'm like along that's with neck these and bitches neck with the romantic mm-hmm. rejection the social yeah. rejection yeah 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 what's the way you feel rejected you felt rejected um oh, there's been countless times. oh okay countless give yeah. us give us a couple i sound like a reject- oh, rejection work. Rita. work i, I got a just rejected just last week why with work i said i asked for a raise yeah I, okay come on because you didn't tell me this because i didn't get it so <laughs> the fuck i mean uh, if i would have got it you would i would have told you like girl i got a raise but i didn't so i didn't sorry mm, you didn't anyway, want to unpack it there was really nothing to unpack. I just, the reason why I had an ax for a raise is because of the fear of not getting one. The fear of, the reject, of rejection. Okay. The fear of if it, if it was meant for me to get a raise, then maybe they would have just given me one, you know, if the and money also, was there. But it doesn't work like that. I understand it doesn't <laughs> work like that. And I understand closed mouths sometimes do not get fed. And additionally, what about, I feel like if in those positions where I would want to ask for something, feeling like you don't think I deserve it. Right. You know, like, I know I'm working hard, but, like, do you not see the work that I'm doing? Do you not see, like, the fucking worth attached to the fact that I'm working fucking hard and I need extra money? I want extra money. So, the fear of rejection, which is not getting the raise, Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever, oh, I've asked for a raise once before, not at this job, but at another job. I did, and it was tough for me then. It's just tough. For, yeah. It's tough for me to do. I can listen to all the podcasts, read all the articles, how to ask for. Yeah, present everything and, you've done. Right. The the spread Excel sheet with the yeah. things, the tasks that I have done. Yeah, why um, I deserve. Maybe so I basically, deserve. I got rejected. I didn't get the raise. I was told that um, I'm great. Not great enough to get the shit, obviously, but because of the budget and yeah. we can talk about my future career path. That was a conversation in a nutshell. So that was my rejection, my latest rejection that I got last week. Take the triple out of your voice. But <laughs> I've been rejected for jobs like that. That hurts me a lot. Like when you go through the interview process and sometimes it's like you go through two two or three interviews. I remember it's a that job I wanted really bad. Same. Like I had went to, um, it was at an advertising agency. I'm like, we get to bring our dogs. Um, there's a fully stocked kitchen. It was before <laughs> I was exposed to like my current job, which is that now, which yeah. is still a white man gig. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it was just seemed like amazing to me, like the best job position I could have ever had. And I had went, my friend had referred me. She worked at the company. So I'm like, okay, we got she that. Went. She's a shoe in. We got that. Um, I went on a couple interviews and I didn't get the job. And immediately I'm like, it's me. Mm. Like, damn, like, were they not feeling my vibe? Was I not like, did I not fit the culture? Was I not cool enough? Uh Like, what was wrong with me when it could have just been somebody that fit better? More qualified or whatever. It it just wasn't the role for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, in hindsight, I see that now. But that's always tough. Like the job. Um, Romantic. mm, I don't like shooting my shot. 
rejection stops me from shooting my shot because the thing is i might not even do a i might do a test the pump, a test the shot. pump pump fake fake pump and if i don't get the response that i want with the test you're done we're done here when it might not even be like was she shooting her shot like it might not be clear that i was even shooting you'll be like shot. hello <laughs> cute oh that's not not the little girl's cute like I like her twist out. I like your little girl in your stories twist out. Like and it's like what? and they just like it or something. You know, say some this hasn't happened. I'm giving an example. I know, I so know. say I'm like, okay, there's a nigga that I'm feeling mm -hmm. and I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna slide in his DMs without like doing the deep dive in, like, what's up? A cannonball, My stomach is going ham right now. Why? <laughs> the the noise is growling. Oh, so they loud. can't hear it. Um so I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure out a way to subtly, you know, shoot my <laughs> shot. So I would say the type of woman I am, the type of bitch I am, I would be like, I'm going to just comment on something that's not like directly related to him. Like, okay, looking fine. Or you cute. Or you. <laughs> I would be like, I'm going to comment on something else. Like, say the little girls in the story twist, twist out. out. <laughs> like, oh, the little girl in the story twist out. Her hair is so cute. And if a nigga just likes it, just likes the comment, the compliment, with no tea, oh baby, you don't gotta worry about me doing the full deep dive. Reject it. I feel rejected because I need you to acknowledge you to get, that yeah. I slid into your DMs with. You this, know? this is a privilege. This is an honor and a privilege. This is something that I'm doing. This is something stepping and I don't outside do this of myself. All the time. Right, and so the thing is with the romance. But let me tell y'all, I'm nervous to to shoot my shot. She's nervous, but she will be. And go and send a message because if you're not nervous it. if you're not nervous if that's your thing you know no if that's your thing then no. i'm gonna be egging you on because the thing is it's Jeremy, not my thing the thing is i want it to be my thing i want to not be fearful <sighs> i want to just shoot the shot so if that was me and somebody was like do it i'm gonna be like you're right i'm gonna do it but this is the times that i did it Keep it on the low, like <laughs> this is the thing. This is the thing with this one. It's not my thing either. The type of bitch I am, as you said, the type of bitch I am. I don't like that either. If I slide in, I'm just gonna be like, cute shoes. That's cool. Cool. Right I'm gonna send this. I'm gonna send this hand gang, signal. Gang, gang, gang. I'm not gonna be like all in there, like, oh, you looking so sexy today, bitch. What? Okay, people probably what? rarely ever do that either. Whatever they do, you be right there, like, send a message. Go ahead, send it. But when I tell you, send a message, go ahead, send it, you be like, no, I'm not. I just followed today. <laughs> I can't send anything now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're tripping. <laughs> Ooh, you know that's, that's you me <laughs> right you'd be like no i just followed 20 minutes ago i can't start getting it no i'm uh, like perfect time not absolutely not because uh-uh i'm like this is a perfect time but you know what the feeling that we get when we reject reject it our brain sends out the same sensory um like chemicals that we feel when we have physical pain it's the same now we know why now we know why this shit physical makes sense pain. yeah same it's the same yeah so Rejection is something that's really tough for me. Yeah. And so I'm trying to unpack, and that's why I'm thankful that we're talking about this and mm -hmm. we're going to have some tools to work through it because the reality is I am going to be rejected sometimes. All of us are. I will be taking shots that will be missed. Yes. But all that matters is a shot that goes through. All that means is you took a shot, you tried. And if you first shoot, don't succeed. Period. Um, but sometimes dust we, yourself off and, and try you know, again to speak to my to speak to what I was saying. Sometimes we think we're being rejected and we're not mm -hmm. like so me 
thinking that just the liking of the um, comment instead of actually engaging in conversation is a rejection mm -hmm. could very well not be rejection. Yeah. This happens a lot with social media. Mm -hmm. We post our photo, you know, you we, know how we, we done do. took 100 selfies. We done filtered it. Filtered it. Came up with ran the perfect it by the caption. Friend, ran yeah. it by the friend. Which one you What'd like you with the sun hitting or not? You know, we mm -hmm. done took it through the vetting process. Mm -hmm. Friend has um, gave us feedback. the okay. Mm -hmm. We filtered it up. We found the killer caption. And now yes. it's been uploaded. Yes. It's been uploaded. Yes. We're saying validate me. Uh-huh. Even if it's... That's what we're saying. When you're uploading something to social media, whether you're saying I don't care or I'm just posting and going, you're saying validate me. Otherwise, you would just keep the shit in your camera roll. Period. So you we, want somebody to say, yeah. "Girl, you looking like a bad bitch." Yeah. Head out. So when that 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 photo ain't, don't hit hit different, when you don't get the comments that you usually get or the likes or the response that you are expecting, you feel rejected. Yeah, you do. It's like, what's that? girl? You know me. I'd be right. I'd be like, something wrong with something Instagram. Wrong with the I'm like, you see my photo? Yeah. Did it pop up? Or so, yeah. What? So, because of that, we feel like that's a form of rejection. We mm -hmm. feel overlooked. We feel like we're getting the short end of the stick. It all it turns into this whole thing. Yeah. But you know what? Also, rejection is um, <clears throat> also rooted to like childhood, right? Our fear of going out and doing things. Because when we're children, a lot of times we don't, not everybody, but sometimes we don't get what we need from our caregivers. They're busy handling their own problems. And when you go to them for something and you don't get it, then immediately you learn how to cope with not receiving it. It goes back to the hunter-gatherer thing, yeah. you know? So then you kind of condition yourself like, I'm not going to if somebody doesn't give me what I'm looking for, then I'm immediately going to go inward and I won't be trying that shit again. Yeah. And you end up reliving it. And I want to say like those patterns play out in different ways as you're in your adulthood life. Like if you see same thing like you mentioned about going in and shooting your shot. Yeah. It, it could be from childhood. Yeah. In childhood, there were some shots that I took. That didn't go in. Oh, yeah. Even though I'm, um, they're planning on my subconscious. Like, I'm not saying I'm scared to do this because in childhood. No. But, but it all plays a, a part. I think if also when you have like kids who do a lot of things and they get used to rejection, maybe they're more confident in going out in the world definitely. and doing whatever the fuck they have to do. Definitely. You know what I mean? I remember when I went out and tried to play softball and I had never played softball. I don't know what the fuck I thought I was doing. I was like, oh. I did the same. I and to, I didn't make I the team. I went to try out. I was doing the tryout. The thing is I eliminated myself. Uh, yeah. I eliminated myself during the tryout process mm -hmm. because I knew that it wasn't for me. I I wasn't going to thrive in that sport. It was hot. The, I, it was a summer tryout <laughs> and I was going every day. It was like a Monday through Friday. Like you go every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They would let you know if you made the team. Mm -hmm. I was so sad. I'm like, damn, I've been coming out here. I thought they would at least see I was a good sport. No, I don't. You know, the uh, Miss Congeniality. <laughs> I'm like, dang, I can't be on the team for it Miss Congeniality. Like yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I wasn't athletic, though. Same remember, thing happened with speaking volleyball. Speaking of athletes, ooh, I remember playing that in middle school. But you speaking of, off of that and that didn't but work. But speaking of af athletics, I remember um, my fear with being picked for the cheerleading team. Because um, um, you know you go during the summer before you get yeah. in ninth grade. Yeah. That probably would have changed the trajectory of my high school experience if I wouldn't have made that high school, if I wouldn't have made that cheerleading team. Because I was cheerleading before high school, like the, the Pop Warner. Yeah, Pop Warner. 
if I would have got to high school and I would not have made that that cheerleading team as a freshman, I don't even know. Wow, I, you really? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, just the rejection. Yeah. I'm. I don't know if I would have tried out again. Yeah. Not saying it made or made or break broke me, but I'm just thinking, like, would I have even tried to be a cheerleader again, or or would or would I have just been like, no, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. You will not reject me again. Yeah. You know we hold that. You you don't even you, give a you, nigga you don't get another chance. You All you gotta do is tell me you don't. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Want me? Then don't talk to me. Go what? ahead and free, free yourself. I will free, free myself. myself. Right. I will be letting myself. I will out of free this. myself. But there's some good that comes from from yeah, rejection. Yeah, of course there is. Just like you said, um, kids that get rejected a lot. Um, they they or, or, in, or in or environments in environments where the the chance for rejection can happen yeah and the chance for success can happen. can happen they're experiencing both so when you are rejected it's like mm, i'm used to this you build a resilience yeah you understand that i win some and i lose some yes i have been rejected sometimes but i've also been rewarded yeah i've also took some went i've taken some l's and i've gotten some, some w's. w's getting more w's and l's out here also you know what when you are experiencing rejection it also lets you know that you're living your life to your to the fullest right you're living life beyond the comfort zone beyond that threshold of like i'm good here we good that's some reassurance that that's a thing that i tell myself like, you're pushing the envelope at least i tried mm -hmm. you yeah. miss 100 percent of the shots that you, you don't, don't take, take. so uh -huh. at least i can say that i tried now I don't know how many times I'm gonna try it, yeah. but I've tried. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. It's good habits though. We're forming good habits in the midst. And you can also learn from your rejection. Uh huh. You can be like, okay, maybe next time I won't do it that way, or I won't do it at all. Yeah. Um, or there can just be a deeper, a deeper lesson mm -hmm. learned from being rejected. Yeah. When you ask yourself, what did I gain from this? Use it as an opportunity to reflect and grow. Especially that's what like, life is about, reflecting and growing. Like with jobs, right? Specifically, just speaking about this or, or anything you go out for. Maybe, like you mentioned, I won't do it this way. Maybe I'll add this. Maybe I'll add a cover letter next time. Maybe I'll set a meeting up in efforts to like talk to my boss one-on-one. Maybe I'll ask 30 days before, hey, is there anything that I can be doing to make myself more um, readily available or, you know, whatever it is that it looks like. There's opportunities here. Right. There's things you can do. Um, like, for instance, with the raise. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting a raise at the moment. But they told you some shit to but do. But we're going to have a, a conversation about my career path. So when the conversation for the annual raise comes back around, uh -huh. I may be, re be receiving a heftier increase yes. due to me taking the shot. Yes. Because without me taking the shot, because of fear of rejection, I'm. we might not even be having a conversation. I might just get my regular increase that I was going to get regardless, yes. which won't which probably won't be as much as it will be after having the conversation. Proud of you. So good job. There was, there's triumph in this. There's, there's, triumph. there's something, there's a silver lining. Yes. So let's talk about how to get over rejection. Let's talk the about tools it. For the toolkit, because we're going to be faced with rejection. Mm -hmm. So once we're faced with it, how do we get over it? Because how do we deal with it? We don't want to be fearful and not take chances or risk because it's like, I'm going to get rejected. Yes. We need to figure out what we're going to do after we get rejected because the shit's inevitable because we out here taking chances now. We're out we're here living chances. beyond our comfort zone. We're shooting zone. our shots. If we don't like the gig, what are we going to have to do? Apply, which is tough because sometimes only 2% of the applications are viewed and called in. 2%, but you can be one of the 2%. But say you're not. I'm saying you're going to have to 
put submit a lot of applications, which means you're going to get a lot of rejections. And it's okay because you're so, doing you're doing the part. Um, if you're actively looking for a mate, maybe you're not doing the wait wait for. Maybe you're doing the pursue. You know, the go out and get, you may experience some rejection. Mm -hmm. So we need to figure out how we're going to work through these feelings once we're Maybe faced. you're looking for new girlfriends. Ooh. That's hard, too. The social groups. We're, we're doing a lot. We're doing a lot. So anything that's pushing you beyond your comfort zone, you might experience a little rejection. So now we're going to talk about how we're getting over this shit. Because so, we can't stay in the space. We can't. We got to thrive. We have to thrive. What's up? Once we get knocked down, we'll get back up again. So what you need is a good... um tribe and support system yeah talked about the tribe earlier you need someone to be a sounding board yes. hey girl i'm feeling down i'm feeling down like, that's why i'm asking you why you didn't tell me about the raise because i wasn't feeling, feeling down yeah but even if you're not feeling down okay i'll i just saying yeah. support yeah yeah um that i wasn't been something feeling i down. took up for I prayer i honestly was feeling good that i i was feeling great about me my bravery good i was feeling good about me asking for what i want and what mm -hmm. i deserve because you know what now i can move how i want to move either stay here and discuss and you know discuss ways to get one in the future mm -hmm. or leave yeah you can you can biz out now I'm now the balls in, now the balls in your court because you do what you want with the information you just received you remember that song no i'm about to biz out i'm about to biz out uh -uh. i can't take this shit no more who sings that uh, I don't know. I think it's like a girl group. Anyway, so with rejection, we have all type of emotions that come up. A lot of times we we mention it. It's tied to your self worth, so you might be feeling down in the dizzums. Yeah. But in efforts to get over it, we can't sweep over the fact that like I feel badly. No. Right. So the best way to um kind of get over feeling rejected is to try not to avoid the the feelings. Try not to push past the uncomfortability. The best way to deal with uncomfortable emotions is to deal with the motherfucker's head on. Yeah. You're a strong, solid person. You're emotionally sound and aware enough to deal with your challenging emotions. Your feelings are valid. You, you can feel the way you feel, but we got to deal with the shit and then keep it moving. Yeah. If you're feeling sad about the rejection and you're acting like, I'm not bothered. I'm unbothered. Yeah. It didn't phase me. You know, I'm we good. love to take the unbothered Yeah, approach. I'm good then chances are you're going to be dealing with it later. Mm -hmm. And you may be dealing with it in ways that you're not even thinking you're dealing with it, like by not taking any more chances. Mm. And then you really ain't doing nothing. Then you're stagnant. Yeah. Um. Another tip is choose something that catalyzes the good energy within you. So we're going to do things that uplift our mood, mm -hmm. physical activities. The mind, body, spirit connection. Yes, move your, your body, girl. girl. Makes the feelings yeah. go. Move your body. Um, maybe it's listening to some music. Maybe mm -hmm. it's going on a hike. Maybe it's yes. It's it can be a lot of different things. Whatever yes. gets the good energy going in you, the juju. do that because the thing is, we're feeling down. We're feeling defeated. Uh -huh. Motherfucker, I done just got rejected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do something to counter this feeling. Mm -hmm. I am acknowledging it. After I'm acknowledging the way that I'm feeling, I now need to do something to uplift. Yes. So whatever that looks like for you, cooking, shopping. Not don't 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 go crazy. Spin don't up go a crazy check. within reason. You yeah, know we're not spin spinning up a check. check if you have the budget for it. Yeah, shopping, um, going going on a lunch date with a friend. Maybe going on a lunch date with yourself. Just something that can help you feel good in the moment. On the inside, and then we'll begin to process and work through. In addition to that, let's have some compassion for ourselves. Oh. That's the that's the biggie. 
Because, you know, we'll we'll do the drag the down. 50, the other 50%. The 50% doing the negative self-talk. It's because, bitch, you didn't, you didn't dress the part. Yeah. You don't have no clothes. Yeah. You know, it'd be a whole bunch of shit. Like, you know, we can't do that. We have to be compassionate with ourselves. Understand that this life is a journey. We're going to have some good. We're going to have some bad. But it is what it is. Be gentle on yourself. That's the best way. Gentle. Um, also, what's important for us to do is to under- understand our rejection threshold, yeah. right? We all know how much we can take. So some pe- some people may be a little bit more resilient where they can, they like, for instance, um, if when you're in entrepreneurship and sometimes if you have to pitch yourself for stuff, um, you, you're used to getting a lot of no's. You're kind of conditioned, like it's expected. I'm going to get a lot of no's. Mm-hmm. But when I get the yes, great. Then it's game, But game. for some other people who are new here, who are just getting their feet wet, who may have a different personality or a different um, tolerance mm-hmm, threshold, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one no can discourage them and throw them out the game. This yeah. ain't for me. I'm done. You have to recognize your threshold so that you don't put more on you than you can bear. Yeah. With dating, if you know, or with shooting your shot romantically, if you know that you can't take... Um, too much rejection maybe don't keep shooting your shot back to back maybe like back shoot your shot back. see how that works take a break from it when it comes to applying for a job maybe you've been really like trying to put your nose to the ground you've been going on a lot of interviews and you do want the job but maybe you need to take a break from it because you've been getting too many no's and now it's starting to wear on your spirit you just have to know like your threshold and what you can tolerate before it's like rejection 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 oh my god i'm i'm t- i'm done mm-hmm you got to know what you can handle. It's, it's different for everybody. Don't let nobody different. tell you. Just keep going if you know that you need a break. If you know you can't. If you know you need to pull over, pull yeah, over. Yeah, like if your friend's like, girl, just send that, send the, send, send the other person the message. I, I'm dealing with re- the residue from the last rejection. And so I'm not sending him a message. I'm, I will not. Period. Another thing to consider is like rejection is a two-way street a lot of times we just think about the way we feel when we're rejected but like you've been on you're you're gonna be the rejector and you're gonna be the rejectee yeah you're gonna do both you're gonna feel it sometimes and sometimes you're gonna give it so think about the times when you've rejected somebody bad bitches you know what it's like when you're walking down the street and a little fuck boy come up on you <laughs> maybe not even maybe he ain't boy. even a fuck boy yeah, he's somebody you ain't in tra- yeah you don't you ain't got a time today whatever it is think about when you tell a nigga like I'm no, I'm not interested. Or, hey, how you doing? Oh, you looking beautiful today, Shotty. I got a boyfriend. I got a boyfriend. Okay, there's other factors that tie into why you rejected the person. You're not attracted. You're not in the mood. You working on yourself. Yeah. You got a nigga. Whatever it is, you don't even think twice about it after it's over. You literally be like, oh, I, I rejected it. I, it don't even, I don't even think about it like rejected. I just be like, I'm not interested. And it's not even about them. It's about you. It's about you. So we have to sometimes not take rejection so personal because the reason why somebody may be rejecting us may not even be have to anything about to do with us. us. Same thing with the jobs. You might not be getting the job because it's not the right fit. Yeah. Right. It's not the right fit at the moment. Yeah. Um, They're back. Yeah, so I mean, just think about that. You're going to have your moments where you do the rejecting. Yeah. And then you're going to have moments where you are the rejectee. Yeah, and as personal as it may feel, we just have to understand that there are some factors that go into this rejection that we may not even know that are completely out of our control. And it just is what it is. But once you take away the self from it, the aspect of self, it may be a little easier to cope. Yeah, a lot of what my mom has been sharing with me is, 
trying to remove yourself from being the subject to being the witness. Mm. Like there's sometimes the situations are about you and it's okay for you to be the subject in the situation, right? When you can identify, yo, I'm feeling this way because it's about me. But then oftentimes it's like remove yourself and just be a witness to it all. Like literally step outside of yourself and just watch the whole thing play out. And when you're, when you remove yourself and switch the role from being subject to witness, you can identify and have a little more like empathy on yourself. Yeah. You know, like, especially an example is like driving, right? People be having a fucked up day and trying to cut you off and you could easily be like, bitch, you cut me off. You and my motherfucking way. You see, I'm about to turn. Take yourself out. It ain't about you right there. You're not even hurt. Yeah. You're fine. You're still making it to your destination and just be a witness to the situation. <clears throat> I experienced it. I witnessed it happen. And now I can continue to move forward. You can take that same approach with rejection. You can. Remove yourself from being the subject to make yourself the witness. Great. Mm -hmm. Great suggestion. Um, but sometimes you need something more. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you may have experienced rejection to the point where it's crippling. Like, I mm -hmm. can't I can't take any more risk. I'm running out of options. I'm running out of drive. I, I'm i spent. Yeah. yeah. And so in cases, instances like that, you may need to consider therapy. Mm -hmm. If you're going through a period that's just too much to bear, it's too difficult, maybe you feel like you don't have the tribe, you don't have the support system, you can't deal with the emotions, then counseling or psychotherapy is a great tool. Because they're able, they're able to break it down greater than definitely greater than we can but sometimes greater than like they're able to help you process it greater than you can yourself. yeah and speak and to so, your emotions yeah mm -hmm. and help you really get to the root of why like yeah. you you feel the way you feel why it impacts you so greatly more than like maybe someone else so, yes um yeah the bottom line is rejection is normal mm -hmm. we understand that it's a necessary part of life there's some good that experience. can come from it and there's some some bad that comes from it's it, like not, no, so not so good feelings that are uncomfortable, things that we have to work through. Um, there's ups and there's downs, but the thing is, we can work through it. We mm -hmm. can get through it, and so we will get through it. We gonna still take risk. We gonna see. We okay, gonna still take risk. And Hopefully, these tools were helpful for y'all. Yeah. you can put them in your toolkit, and we can keep on fucking building. So, period. Pick up your pen. We're dropping a gem. So this segment of the show is where we share gems, goodies, things that we love. Mm -hmm. And so this week we're going to share a gem called Condition Her. So this goodie was in our goodie bags at our live, our 100th episode party. Uh -huh. And it's made a company uh, product created by two women of color. And let's see. Let's, let me read you the deeds. The, She's going to give you the real deal. So the, the idea is that we want to take care of her. And her is your lady part. Yes. So condition her is to play on words. Condition H E R her. her. Um, so we spend a your lot of time. Cat. We spend a lot of time using washes and wipes, waxing, shaving, sugaring, and lasering. But how are we naturally and safely moisturize safely? Safely. <laughs> safely. She's Safe safely. Safely moisturizing the most intimate space in our beautiful bodies. Don't worry, ladies, we got you covered. A group of women who really care about your vaginas figured it out. How do we do what you ask? We put some phenomenal female creative and business minds together, one of whom is a brilliant PhD biochemist, mm. and we made the moisturizer magic happen for intimate areas everywhere. And they came up with conditioner. So conditioner is a daily use natural moisturizing and conditioning cream for your external intimate skin and hair area. So the top, top, the poom, poom. 
The Poom Poom, with, delic- with delicacy in mind, especially formulated with safe and natural ingredients, including cotton oil, chamomile extract, shea butter, and olive oil, all selected for their broad range of benefits. There's no mineral oils in here, no parabens, no synthetic fragrance, no steroids, no toxic preservatives. The shit is a con- you. So you essentially, you put it on your little top part of the pit. We ain't putting it inside. Put oh, it on hell the- no. No, we're not putting it inside. You're asking for a yeast infection. Very little things go inside of that. Yeah. <laughs> Very um, little. I got a hand, not even a handful. One. You're just putting it on top. And um, I was when I was speaking with one of the creators, she says that the reason why, um, they, one of the reasons they got the idea to create this product is because black women back in the day, before the the lasering and the shaving and the waxing and all that, you used to have a little hair on top. And some people still do like a little hair on top. And so, you know, black hair is coarse on the coarser end. Yeah, it hit so different. So to condition her, they were putting conditioner. And obviously for... A variety of reasons that's not safe mm-hmm. so with condition her this new product safe you can moisturize your lady parts whether it's, it's hairy safe, it's safe hairy it's or safe, bald so mm, the hairy or bald yes either or whatever you choose so where can they find condition her? they can find condition her at at condition her c-o-n-d-i-t-i-o-n-h-e-r on instagram or you can go to conditionher.com period Okay. Thank you for that. Tell them we sent you. Hey. Okay. Right. So now it's time for our girlfriend gag. Uh, our girlfriend gag. I'm gag. <laughs> like a mad. It's our girlfriend gag segment. So here is your chance to reach out to us to share your comments, questions, concerns with us. You can slide us a DM. You can send us an email. However you want to reach out and touch somebody reach Everyone out and touch, touch us. us just send us something and we'll gag about it here on the show again we ain't doctors uh, clearly and this is just our fucking opinion so here we go Take we got an email out. we got an email that says hola mommies i'm oh, born wow. and raised in south central texas okay south texas central. baby um i've always identified as primarily hispanic i've never known or met my father he is a black man that has strong native american blood being his daughter i've entered Oh, inherited many traits from him. One being my nose. I was called big nose all throughout elementary. Why did I have to say big nose like that? All throughout elementary. Where am I at? So from a very young age, I've identified my nose as being ugly and big. Being in my early 30s, my nose is still an insecurity to date. I literally got a Jack. I literally got a Jackson 5 nostril nose. Rhinoplasty has always crossed my mind since I've had no relationship relationship to him that altering that piece of me wouldn't matter because he... He's no one to me, but I have children now and they have my nose, but my daughter eight has my nose. Would I be sending the wrong message to her about acknowledging insecurities? I tell her all the time how beautiful, strong, brave, perfect, and ultimately she has, she is nothing short of a goddess. She tells me the same thing out of love for her mama. Would I be subconsciously telling her that we are not beautiful the way that we are or instilling the presence of an entrance the mm-hmm. presence of an interest to acknowledging poor body image issues. Thanks, girls. Okay. Um. So essentially, she's inheriting some shit from her dad that she doesn't like. It's doesn't an insecurity. Like her nose she's passed it on to her daughter. Her little baby girl has a nose. Has a nose. Um. She might love her fucking nose. The thing with kids is, if you give, if you instill confidence in them, and you tell her that she has the best nose ever, and the nose is so cute at a very young age, once she goes out into the world, she's gonna be like, my, my nose, nose is, is cute. cute. Yeah, nothing, no one can say. There's to me. nothing that no one can say because 
um, I've been told that my nose is cute. So um, I see that she's eight now. Um, she's definitely in her formative years. Hopefully you're telling her, well, you're telling her that she's mm -hmm. beautiful and that she's Perfect. nothing short of a goddess. So that's great. great. So I don't really think your daughter, I think if you cultivate this space and this confidence in her, that she probably won't have an insecurity with her nose. I think that you dealing with your nose and her dealing with her nose are going to be two separate things because yeah. you can definitely empower her to love her nose and think that it's the hottest shit out here because really it is. The mm -hmm. nose is the nose. It's her nose. Yeah. And your nose is your nose. But if you're if but you're uncomfortable if you are feeling, with it. Because I have these A-cup titties. And no, really. They're nearly A's, honestly, to be exact. Truly. Honestly, they're nearly truly. A's. And really, I want bigger titties. So even if my, and I'm thinking, like, if I had a little girl and she didn't, if she had a nearly A, I wouldn't be like, Girl, you them nearly A's. I would be like, you look so cute. You know, like and she might start. She might think the nearly A's are great because I've told her that the nearly A's are great. But then this is the thing, which is what she's saying. She doesn't like the nose. She wants a rhinoplasty. But on the same regard, she's she, telling the daughter, your nose is beautiful. It's great. Essentially not to change it. Right. So how would what are the mixed signals that are being sent is what she's saying. Or is there mixed signals? If you went out and got breast implants to change your nearly A's, but then you're telling your baby girl nearly A's are beautiful. I'm, I think it can be I, I think it can be separate because. Mm -hmm. You think there should be a healthy conversation about like mommy's going to get her nose done? No, I'm not saying she has to have the conversation saying that mommy's going to get her nose done. But I think we have to understand that the reality is the mom does not like her nose. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Should she keep the nose in order to should she keep the nose that she does not like in order to send the message to her daughter that um, her no nose is beautiful because the daughter can feel like her nose is great. Like mommy's nose. No, like my nose. Like I know, my but they nose, have the same nose. But the thing is, like, they're two separate people. The daughter and the mom are two separate people. The daughter might not even be looking like, I have mommy's nose. The daughter can be thinking, like, I have, the nose is mine. Uh -huh. I like my nose, <laughs> separate from what mommy got going on. Mm -hmm. That is a possibility. So the mom getting her nose done could potentially not have any effect on the daughter if their daughter is confident and comfortable in her nose. If the mom has been telling her, I love your nose, and that's, we're going along with the mindset that we're not saying mommy and daughter have the same nose. We're just saying your nose. Mm -hmm. If the daughter believes that she, ha that she has a beautiful nose and she loves her nose, then um, the mom getting her nose done wouldn't affect her. Got it. What love do you it. think? What do you think? You didn't say nothing. <laughs> talking about love it. What do you think? Um, do you think that she should just keep the nose in order to appease, like in order to not signal? give poor body image issues to the daughter? I think it goes back to kind of what you said. It depends on how the nose is being communicated. Is it everybody saying you have mommy's nose? Like, oh my god, y'all, because you know how I don't, I don't know how it is in their household, but you know, people be like, you look like your mom from here up, like from mm -hmm. the nose up. Y'all got the same da 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 da, whatever it is. So if, I mean, you know the dynamic, the relationship with your child. Like you mentioned, if you're raising your child up to make them think that everything is beautiful, um. She's either going to really like the nose or really not like the nose, no matter if you get a rhinoplasty or not. 
she's going to eventually she's make gonna her own decision. She's going to have to make the choice on her own whether she wants, if she likes her nose or if she wants to change it or not. Yeah, when she gets to a, a certain age too, it, she probably will think it's more acceptable to get um, body enhancements or change things because she sees mom do it. Right. So we have somebody in our house who gets plastic surgery or work done. So then it makes it more like normalized, like, oh, it's not a taboo topic. If you don't like something, you could change it, which is technically the the idea. If you love it, great. You should love it. If you don't like it, you have the opportunity to change it. I don't think it sends a poor body um, image issues. That's what I think. too. Only thing I think would send a bad image if you were like, your nose is terrible. Mommy, you have the same nose as mommy. And this nose isn't cute because this nose looks like a bell pepper or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. And and what you should do when when you get older, like mommy, then you can change your nose, too. And it'll look pretty. Yeah, that would send a bad image. But it is what it is. Yeah, I think ultimately, if she um, has any grows up and ends up not liking her nose, then she'll change. If she, if she wants to change it, then she'll change it. Yeah. Regardless, because I know if I'm like, I'm not, I don't want the Nate the the A cup because my mom was like, you need some bigger titties. That's not why you want it. That's not why. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're unco uncomfortable within anything within your body and you want to make adjustment enough you're gonna do it no matter how much somebody tells you oh your body is beautiful somebody yeah. can say you have the perfect little body Brittany don't touch it if that's not if you don't feel that way in the inside that you're gonna make an adjustment anyway so you can tell her this and speak life into her and tell her she's beautiful and perfect and all that that is beautiful I love that but if she gets to a certain age where she's like yeah I'm not rocking with the nose she's gonna do the chop chop yeah chopsticks chop <laughs> chop chop but yeah so that's it I think you're doing a great job you're a great mom um, if you want to get the rhinoplasty, more power to you. Keep affirming your baby girl. I mean, she's eight, so you know. And have honest conversations with her. If she asks you about your nose, then That's you can be honest. To be honest, yeah, yeah. And maybe you can say like, I there. It seems like there may be a, a a deeper issue too with your nose. Like you're saying that you don't have no connection to the dad so you don't feel really any way about it because you don't know him you've never met him also you were getting teased so there's this element of already having a, a insecurity from childhood so you've yeah. been already trying to work through the way you feel about your nose since a young child she might not get teased about her nose at all she has no concept of a big nose an ugly nose she might not have any of that any of those feelings attached to it so you know that's the way we feel Love Alrighty, you. so um that that wraps up that this, concludes our ted talk thank you that for wraps coming. up this episode we hope you all enjoyed it again if you did did enjoy it share this on your story share this on your social media platform share it with your homegirls and um yeah we'll chat with you all next week bye love you bye, bye.